you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. All right, we are back here in Boulogne Plaza, the heart of New Iberia, at the World Championship Gumbo Cookoff, Gumbo Show. Dave Feynman and Brent here, and we are joined by a very, very special guest, Curtis Louvier, who is one of the chefs of a finalist team this year, also a judge. He's also a cook. He said we could call him a lot of things, but not late for dinner. Local luminary, uh, bon vivant. Whatever you want to call him, he's here. Curtis, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, thanks for being here. Yeah. There was so much we could talk about with Curtis, but we're going to start with the important thing. Curtis, when a gumbo started flowing about two and a half, three hours ago now, yes, sir. your booth, just two booths down here from our own, had a long line immediately. We rushed over there. We grabbed some bowls. We came back here, and we had a religious experience. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about your gumbo. Well, we did a, uh, we, we like to call it a traditional seafood gumbo, but it was not traditional because for the first time, and I did a whole lot of research and before we thought about this process we were gonna use, and we made a, a, a seafood sausage. Fresh sausage, fresh sausage with shrimp, crab, and crawfish, okay? And we, and, and we worked on this thing, and it wasn't a lot of whole hard work. We just pureed the shrimp and the crawfish, we left the crab meat hold as it was, and we, we pureed our vegetables that we wanted to use, red peppers and uh, Peruvian paste, and just to give it the flavor. you have some green onion in there? We had some green onion. Yeah. Yeah. We had poblano in there, just to give it poblano. a little bite. Yeah. I'm not a, as a Cajun cook, I'm not a traditional bell pepper guy. I hate green bell peppers. <laughs> I love poblano. What? All right. Poblano. I don't care what you call a trinity, just don't call it green bell pepper. <laughs> All right. All right. Wow. Well, I I have to say I'm you know I, again I'm not I'm not judged today so I feel like I can be biased on this one. Yours had to have been the best tasting gumbo I've had today. Oh well, thank you. It, it was just that good. Thank you. And and I'll say one of the things that I loved is it took it, it the reason I think I liked it so much is it took me home. As soon as I had that first bite, it just reminded me of like that nice creamy roux that I would think of if like if it was my grandparents or my uncle making it. You know, for like after Thanksgiving or something like that. Like it just, it brought me back. Thank you. Just like that. It was so good. I appreciate Did you that. add that sausage at the end? Yes. That I saw y'all chopping those yes, up sir. and they were on the thing. You were yeah. putting, because I had a big old chunk, right. a big old slice when I ate my gumbo. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Was it pre-cooked a little bit? Are you, what are you we did in is, the heat? it was the fresh sausage and we put, as we were, while we were cooking the seafood before, the gumbo before we put the seafood, yeah. we put the sausage in there. Got it. We let it soak up yeah. the flavor of the gumbo. Right. And then we pulled it out and sliced it. There you go. And the way we did it, we put rice on the bottom, right. and then we put a piece of sausage, and okay. then we would pour the gumbo on top there of the sausage. Yeah. It we worked. It, to have it that worked. Unique flavor of it. Well, and I think one thing too. So, so I've had a lot of great gumbo today, but the other, the other compliment I have. So, a lot of chefs obviously know what they're doing. They cook good food. One of the things is I think when it comes to serving, it's kind of like they're just kind of heaping everything to, into a bowl with some rice. And the biggest problem I've had is stuff tastes good, but it's like, it's like the sauce. Like there's too much sausage in my bowl versus less in his. That's sort of thing. Right. It seems like you were your team. You you were really smart about. When you were making your bowls, like it was like the perfect, you know, everyone got at least one good piece of sausage. That's right. Everyone got some seafood. It was like the right mixture too. Correct. So, so I thought that was a very clever thing to do for a competition was be cognizant of the fact that sure. it's consistent across yeah. each bowl. 
You know, and it, I mean, we've been doing the gumbo cook-off since 1993. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've we've learned a lot. We've learned a lot along yeah, the way. Right. We learned not to do and what to do. You know, and and today I've you know like I've made the finals and I'd love to be able to win again. It would be my 11th victory of the you know. 11. That's I've it. Won the thing, I've won this thing <laughs> 10 times. It's there you the go. Michael Jordan. That's right. Of the Michael <laughs> Jordan championship gumbo cookoff. I want right to be here. able to do. Raise both hands and take my <laughs> shoes off and raise one toe. <laughs> You're one of the few guys at this turn at this cookoff who could look at Tom Brady and go, you know, call me when you've won yeah, something. Let yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know when you got something going. <laughs> yeah, in. there you go. There you go. Well, you make I, Nick Saban look bad. Yeah, which we all like. My, yeah. One of my friends, I'm glad you said it. He calls me the Nick Saban of gumbo. Like, <laughs> no. Don't you start no mess. You hear me? <laughs> well, I guess it's right. better than being the Ed Orgeron of gumbo today. But I bet Ed Orgeron's gumbo is better than Nick Saban. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I'm not sure when this episode's airing. He might not be a coach anymore. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> true. Wow. True, true, yeah. true. But, yes. Now, yes. I, the other thing I think we have to talk about is, so you gave us the opportunity to be uh, guest judges for the kids' gumbo correct. yesterday. Right. Now that's an, that, that's a competition that you started, yes. correct? Tell us, about that. Tell, yeah. tell us about that. Because, you know, as you look, we're all getting older. I'll be 68 years old in November, and I've been doing this since 1993. Eventually, I want to not have to do this, but to know that we can carry on this tradition and, and, and have the teams that are qualified to do it and you guys all judged yesterday and you saw those oh, wow. y'all tasted those gumbos those kids are amazing yes they were good we, we've been saying and you know we had morgan on earlier too i mean sure one of the things that we all agree on is any one of those gumbos if i had walked into a restaurant and that's what they had served i would be like all right that's what i would expect and you know, they could actually yeah. they could compete on the sunday yeah and yeah. i tell that to people all the time these kids can compete on the sunday that's right yeah and then the way we set this up that they have a mentor and the only thing that mentor can do is light that fire for them. We don't want them to get hurt. We don't want to discourage them. We want them to cook their gumbo, and and, and we want them to to see what it takes. And they do it. They know what it takes, you know, to make a gumbo good. I don't know if you guys, y'all, you guys all judged. And one of the gumbos, they had chicken hearts. Yeah, I had one. I had one too, and I'm like, <laughs> I was looking. That's when you guys saw me one time, and I'm diving, and I'm like, I'm gonna fire. I saw it. Yeah, it, you know, it's the uniqueness. It's not, it's not just the fact that you know how to cook a chicken and sausage gumbo. What can you do to that gumbo to take it to the next level without taking away from it being gumbo? Right. Yeah, that's such a brave choice too, especially for a kid. I was joking earlier. I can't get my son to eat something besides French fries. Now you got kids in there, you, you know, eating chicken hearts, putting that in their gumbo. I was so impressed. Yeah. I, I, I was so impressed. Now. Only bone I have to pick is I feel like you know last you know yesterday at the table I had like more teams like right above me looking at my score sheet <laughs> and I was like oh no I mean because I was trying to be polite but I was, but at the same time and they were all good yeah. but I was like I'm I'm gonna break somebody's heart yeah you know, and, yeah, uh, and, and yeah. when we set up the cook-off that was our uniqueness of it we wanted the kids to see how they get judged yeah you know because when we lose we always say it's rigged or I came out fourth, you know, and that's not, we're trying to instill something different in the yeah. children, you know, like this is how fair it can be. We taste, and, and I tell people when they come, and this y'all first time judging the cook-off, but people who come and I say like, judge what's on the table. Yeah. Don't judge how your grandmother or anybody else 
please judge these kids, the cook, the gumbo that these kids have put together. Yeah. Because they worked hard for it. It might not be to your liking, but judge these gumbos. Yep. Yep. And honestly, I was trying to judge it. I mean, and this is true. I was trying to judge it almost as if it wasn't a kid that made it. Because every time I thought of a kid made this, I was like, well, everything, everything's top notch. You know, it was, it was super hard for me to, yes. to really be like, okay. You know, this one deserves a one or a two or something like that. Yeah, uh, isn't that a great problem, though? Yeah, it was a great problem. To yeah, have. sure. So oh, yeah. it was it was so much fun. It was so yeah. much fun. We have to get y'all one year to judge the adult cook-off. I know. And y'all gonna and y'all gonna hate us forever after that. I gotta wow. be honest. I don't think I ever want to judge it. I just want to come eat it. That's true. I just want to eat it. I've had gumbos. I've had so many gumbos here that are not finalists that were delicious. He's like, what's the problem? And I, I was know. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, fourth place. Like you've like you might feel bad be like fourth place gumbo out here is still the delicious gumbo <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly you know yeah. you're not you're not nothing wrong with that gumbo right. that's right yeah it's great yeah yes. yeah now now we've, we've talked a lot about your gumbo you know obviously you had your seafood sausage which is probably the most unique thing that i've seen today that is term. next level um but i will say this for, for the folks that are at home listening they're looking to make their next pot at home you know, what's the secret or the tip or the technique that you would want to share with them that they might not know that might elevate their next gumbo a little bit? And the, and the uniqueness of it to me is stock. Because, I, and I'm just going to tell you, not everybody, not everybody can go out there and cook a roux, but they sell the stuff. Yeah. Okay? And there's nothing wrong with jar roux if you're not a, if you're not a chef or a cook. A lady might want to do a gumbo and she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to sit there and stir. So the uniqueness of a gumbo is stock. Okay. Yep. Stock. Okay. All right. You know, I lose, I, I lose people when we start talking gumbo and they say, we did this and we did that and then we poured the water. And I'm like, you just lost me. We're done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. no, there's no reason for water. Yeah. Right. You know, stock. I, I, I smoke chickens and I pull the meat. I use the smoked chicken and then I make stock. I, brown, I, I roast the bones. You know, I, I do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Just like our seafood gumbo was stock. Because I roasted the shrimp heads with right. with the onions and, and the bell peppers and stuff and roasted for about two hours and then I put it into the pot and, and I cook it for about sixteen hours. So that's so, why your stock tastes better than my seafood stock. I can uh, never get my seafood stock probably, to, to be as good as my chicken and sausage. Time, and it, it, it's time. And I can tell people the difference between stock and broth. Stock you roast you roast and brown and, and broth. You just use what you have, like the you know baked chicken or whatever, and you, you go from there. But the roasting is to me is what makes the stock. Yeah. And I'll cook my stock. I'll start it, roast it, cook it for about 12 hours, take it out, strain it, put it back the next day, and cook it for another four hours. All so right. Because I really want that strong, unique, drinkable liquid in yep. my gumbo. Yep. Well, I'm. I have to admit. I mean. I haven't thought that much about the stock aspect of it, but that's that's dead on. And whatever stock y'all were using today was pretty delicious. I was pretty disappointed that you guys ran out as quick as you did. So were we. <laughs> I thought we could have paid our bills today, but we <laughs> Yeah. I definitely would have been back over there for bowl two or three. Well, last topic, I want to go back to yesterday. Uh, so you're, you're actually going after me a little bit because we were talking about my microwave roux. Yeah. So, mm. So I have to tell you, so, so you think a microwave roux is a complete disqualification? <laughs> here it is. Yeah, here yeah. It is. <laughs> Fair enough. So. I, you know, and, and 
one time we talked about during the about during an organizational meeting. I said, I'm only going to say this one time in my life. I said, What do y'all think about people using Jaru? And they're like, Don't you ever say that again? <laughs> I'm like, I'm finished. Never. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, Curtis, look, appreciate you come by. It's been Thanks great to meet, me. hang out this Absolutely. weekend. Um, We'd love to have y'all back. We, we, Deal. I think we'll be here. If Bye. our wives uh, don't intervene, do you it have an intervention? Be, uh, three of us next yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My family's just been sitting around watching me eat gumbo I know. and talk about gumbo it's, all weekend. I'll tell you what we need to do is get you guys entered in the gumbo cook-off and y'all come no, out you know and cook. What? No, that's too much work. Uh, We're yeah. just here to eat. <laughs> yeah. We want to entertain. Are, are oh, so now that we're all too smart for that. <laughs> we do make gumbo, but all of us much prefer eating gumbo yes. to yes. making it. You know? I understand. I'll tell you what. You just tell us where your booth is going to be. And right. We'll just come stand around your booth. They better put Anytime our tent next to his tent. You're going to always look for booth number one. Booth number oh, one good. will be here. Yeah. Well, Kurt, I'm number two on your program, number one in your home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Well, Curtis Louvier, thank thanks you. so much Thanks for joining for us. Thanks me. for being on the show.